Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. What's up? You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a photography podcast designed to help you manifest your best creative life in self-employment. My name is Mike Thur, and I am your host. And on this show, you're going to hear practical perspectives on how to improve your freelancing journey. And beyond that, you're going to hear from other incredible creative professionals about their art, their business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So thank you so much for joining me. Entrepreneurs starts right now. All right. What is up? Welcome back. This is the 113th episode of Entrepreneurs. My name is Michael Durr. I am happy to have you joining me today. Now, if this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you are a return listener, happy to have you back. If you are getting any value out of this podcast, if you are enjoying the show, please do me a favor if you haven't already. Give us a review on the show. You can do this anywhere you listen to the podcast on. You can even do it on our website, which is at entrepreneurspod.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show. You know the drill. Thank you so much for being here. All right. So just about a month ago, I attended WPPI in Las Vegas, which is the Wedding and Portrait Photography International Conference. It lasts about four days. And in the past few weeks after attending that conference, I've actually posted short form episode interviews from my time there. Hopefully you got something out of it. If you haven't listened to them yet, please do so. Check out episodes 110, 111, and 112. Today on episode 113, I'm going to wrap up my experience there at WPPI give you some of the pros and cons of attending such a big conference, and then most importantly, give you some tips on how to get the most out of your time at a big conference like WPPI. Maybe it's Shutterfest coming up this week or Imaging USA in January or WPPI next year. I want you to get a great experience out of these major big conferences because I hate buyer's remorse. All right, That's one thing that you know about me. I hate it. And so I want you to manage your expectations, know what comes with a big conference, and maybe what doesn't. So let's get into it. First of all, here are some basic pros and cons of a big conference. On the pro side, number one, huge networking opportunities. Okay, a lot of photographers will either be in a very similar position as you, or they will be at a slightly higher level than you to connect with and learn from. So really, it's a great place to make friends and colleagues. Number two is education at a fair price. I think because these conferences rely on a large volume of attendees, they can therefore offer a lot more affordable entry prices and still make a very good profit. So for me, I spent $99 at WPPI. That's it, okay? If you opt in for photo walks, you might spend a little extra per class, but all things considered, it's an incredibly good value. I've spent over $1,500 in a workshop before, and that's not including the hotel and travel. So from a cost standpoint, you won't get a better bang for your buck. 
Benefit number three is good sale prices at the trade shows. All right. And I am always aware of when I'm being lured in by impulse purchases. I'm a very frugal person by nature, but I'm human as well. There are some very impressive products and services being offered at these conferences for a good price. So keep that in mind. Number four is portfolio reviews and clean and checks. This depends on the conference. Not every conference will have these options. But at WPPI, I think almost all the major camera companies were offering clean and checks up to one camera complimentary, which is a really cool deal. And you could also sign up for a complimentary portfolio review, which is also a huge benefit. And lastly, benefit number five is you can develop some very cool shots. Okay, There are professional models hired to be at these conferences all week. So there will be shooting bays with $1,000 backdrops, $1,000 lighting equipment, and you just show up and you shoot if that is your preference to do so. So a lot of really good benefits. Now for the con, and there's really only one that I think stands out to me, is the lack of quality one-on-one time with photography instructors. All right, It's just the nature of these workshops. There could be up to 10,000 people attending these big conferences. So the chances of you pulling a photographer aside and getting 20 minutes of their time, 30 minutes of their time, is going to either require a lot of persistence, but also maybe just a little bit of luck. Okay, So if your primary objective is to get a really in-depth conversation going with your favorite photographer, I'm not saying it's impossible, but you're going to need to really network the crap out of that relationship because there's a lot of other photographers waiting to speak to them as well. So that's really the only big downside of a big conference is that you just don't get that quality one-on-one time that I can think of. So with that out of the way, I want to give you 10 points of emphasis that I think will make your next conference a great experience. All right, tip number one is to bring a physical portfolio book. And I'm dead serious here. There were thousands of people at this conference. I did not see many people with a physical portfolio book. I could probably count them on one hand from my observation. And I promise you, physical books get looked at differently than a tablet or a computer or even worse, your cell phone. Okay, I've gone to two conferences this year. And the feedback that I've received just by showing a physical book to the people that I wanted to show it to has been way stronger than I would have ever imagined. It just draws a greater impact. And if you don't believe me, just build one yourself. You know, Try making yourself a high-quality book. Think about our sponsor here, Bay Photo Lab. They do a great job. But you can build an 8x8 book. That's exactly what I used. If you want to bring something bigger, you certainly can. I just don't want to walk around with a giant portfolio book that weighs like 10 pounds all day. So I carried an 8x8, very small, very portable, carried around in my laptop bag each day and made it super easy to take out and show people if they asked me what I shot. Which brings me to my tip number two, which is to be proactive in having your work critiqued. Okay, so at every opportunity that I could, without trying to be super vain, I would ask someone to look at my work and give me critiques. Okay, I did not need a portfolio review scheduled that day, but I still found people to show my work to just for feedback. So I would attend a class, I would wait for the instructor at the very end of the class and say, hey, do you got two minutes? Take a look at my book. And this is a PSA of mine. If you're ever at one of these types of conferences or workshops, don't wait for people to ask to see your work. If you're standing in front of someone whose work you really admire or whose process you really admire, ask him or her, hey, can I show you my book for 90 seconds? Okay, I'm I'm looking to get some feedback and figure out my next steps. And sure, it does happen from time to time where someone is going to say no, but eight out of 10 times, maybe even nine out of 10 times with the right approach, they are happy to do it. Just keep in mind that if you promise them two minutes, don't go over. Don't make it 15. Don't make it 20 minutes. All right. If you got a line of 20 other people behind you, by the way, just keep it short and sweet and better yet, maybe even probably get behind the line 
and make sure you're the last person of the day for them because they are far more at ease knowing that you're the last person they have to talk to. But be proactive about showing your work to get critical feedback and not just to have your ego stroked. All right, so that's tip number two. Now, tip number three for me is to bring a digital business card. And honestly, from my perspective, physical business cards are a thing of the past, right? I do believe that print promotions are still in style, right? Like postcards, magazines, books, other leave behinds, those still work. But physical business cards are far less important. Most people do not take them. Okay, so there are so many digital business card companies out there. I personally use Popple, that's P-O-P-L. And the way it works is you create a QR code that will essentially be right on your phone in the form of, let's say, a widget. And someone just scans it and boom, there's all your contact information on their phone. Email, phone number, website, Instagram, YouTube channel, my podcast, whatever it is that you have on there. It's basically like a scannable link tree. So love it or hate it. This is how people are connecting these days. Okay, nobody wants to take your business card anymore. Just go digital. Tip number four, write your big picture takeaways after each class lesson. All right. So there's a lot of note taking that goes on at these conferences. If you handwrite, it'll be pages and pages of chicken scratch that you can't decipher when you get back home. And if you're like me and you bring your laptop like a nerd and you type out all the notes, you're probably going to have even more notes because you can type faster than you can write. So invariably, you actually type more notes without shorthanding them. So what I like to do is after each class is over, I come up with at least one big picture takeaway, if not two or three, but usually one is sufficient because what's not going to happen is five weeks after that conference, when you're looking back at the granular details of a presentation and trying to make sense of it, you're not going to remember every single line. If you've got four pages of notes, you just want one to two major themes and actionable steps. Okay. That you can remember that you can implement. So before you just head out of that class and go to your next one, think about what you just learned and highlight your big takeaway. And by the end of the conference on one page, look over all of your big picture takeaways. Okay. So for instance, I took 10 classes at WPPI. I had 10 big picture takeaways. That is far easier to digest than 50 pages of notes. Moving on to tip number five, ask for permission to record your one-on-one conversations on your phone. All right. I did this at multiple conferences this year. And yes, I do run a podcast. And part of that motivation is for content's sake. I'll be honest here. But really, had I not even gotten permission to publish those discussions at all, I'd still have benefited greatly from listening to those playbacks. So when you actually do get that rare opportunity to talk to someone for 5, 10, 15 minutes uninterrupted, ask them, listen, I want to stay engaged in this conversation. I don't want to have to take notes. Any chance I can record our discussion so I can listen to the playback later. And I find everyone receives this relatively well. In fact, they're probably thinking to themselves, I should have done this when I was coming up and learning. And the best part of this is when you do listen to the playback after the fact, you will rediscover lessons and points made that may have gone over your head during the conversation the first time. So it really is beneficial to record the audio on your phone. Tip number six is to be intentional at the trade shows. All right. I understand that the first time you attend a major conference like this, your impulse senses are likely to go crazy. So I recommend just reining that shit in. It's all going to be there on day two, day three, maybe even day four, however long the conference is going on. Do not rush to buy anything on day one on first look. Okay. Walk the floor. Make notes of who is there. Go back to your room. Research the product. Assess your budget. And if it is still important to you when you wake up, then go ahead, give yourself the permission to make the purchase. At least you will have given yourself a little bit of time for the adrenaline to wear off. So I often tell myself before a big purchase, 
just sleep on it, right? If I'm still itching for it the next day, fine. But if I'm not, that's a telltale sign that I didn't really need it in the first place. So I walked that showroom floor for three days, sizing up how much money I would spend if I got all the things that I wanted. Then I constructed a quick budget. I prioritized things that would actually get me good ROI in my business and also things that I would actually use. Sometimes we buy things that we have no ability to implement or use at the time. We have too much on the plate. So that's the last thing I want to do. I want to get things that I'm actually going to use that are actually going to return on my investment. Also, if you're at a level in your photography that you are confident in, it's also a great opportunity to network with these vendors and seek out partnerships, okay? I'm sure many photographers became brand ambassadors just by walking these trade show floors and making relationships. So be intentional going into the trade shows. Tip number seven, emphasize your process and not so much your portfolio. All right, so that might sound counterintuitive, but really it shouldn't be. When you take photo classes, when you follow a photographer around and make pictures, I would not concern yourself too much with making those pictures. Okay, you can make pictures anytime. What you might not be able to do is pick the brain of somebody that you admire anytime. All right. So for instance, I was able to walk around with Sean LeBlanc. He's a Nikon ambassador, a fantastic photographer. I barely picked up the camera when I was walking around with him. Okay. I did not worry too much about making the picture that he saw in his mind. That really doesn't do a whole lot for me. What I wanted to gain is insight into his process and see how I could leverage that creativity into my own work. So And plus, I got 10 other photographers grabbing the same shot anyways. So what do I need that image in my portfolio for? I can make pictures anytime I want. You know what I don't have access to anytime I want? A world-class award-winning photographer, right? You got to respect those people's time. I can't call Sean up five days a week and pester him with questions. But I can do that for 90 minutes, all right? Focus on the process. Focus on the actionable steps that they are recommending you take and not just the pretty pictures. So I would say emphasize the process, not so much the portfolio. All right, tip number eight is to try something new. So conferences this big are great opportunities to try classes or lessons that you would have otherwise not sought out on your own time. You know, be self-aware. I know that me sitting through 90 minutes of SEO strategy on YouTube is going to be a hard sell, no matter what type of mood I'm in, okay? I'm just not gonna do it. I'm honest with myself. I will watch off-camera flash videos all day, but I'm not gonna sit through 90 minutes of SEO strategy. So while I was at WPPI, I did actually just that. I took that class on SEO. I took advantage of a class that I knew I needed, but I would have otherwise not pursued on my own. So I forced myself to sit through it and learn something valuable. And I'm just so glad that I did. You know, I don't need a a 90 minute session on high speed sync. Okay, that's stuff I can watch anytime. I came here to challenge myself and learn things that would make me a better pro. Don't do it if it's not at all related to your business or your future career path. But if it's something that could really help you, take that leap and try something new. Because sometimes something new is going to get you to another level. Number nine, formulate your game plan for next year. All right. So what you don't want to do, in my opinion, is become a perpetual conference attendee who is always in the same place. So after you've experienced your first big conference or your second or third, whatever, build a new book come up with different questions, new questions, new strategies, new goals, okay? I think everyone should have the goal to come back as someone who will not just be attending the conference, but maybe speaking at the conference, being a portfolio reviewer, right? Become a brand ambassador, become a leader in the industry. And if you're not there yet, that's totally fine. I mean, I often view myself as a forever student as well, but 
my goal after attending WPPI for the first time is one, I want to be back next year. But more importantly, number two, I want to be back at a much different place in my career next year. I don't want to come back with the same problems, the same unanswered questions, the same results, the same net worth. I want to come back not out of desperation for my business and trying to find that new strategy that's going to propel me, but really just for a refresher, a chance to network, a chance to be inspired, to meet new friends and reconnect with old ones, which will bring me to my last final tip. Tip number 10, have fun and make friends. Seriously, guys, it ain't brain surgery we're doing here. We're photographers, we're artists, and yes, we are entrepreneurs, which can certainly bring a level of accountability to your craft and to your business. But have fun, right? I think people who look to have fun will ultimately attract other people just based on their energy. Every time I've led with that intention, I've come away with better results. You know, if I went in thinking I need to 2x my revenue by the end of this conference, or I need to have a podcast sponsor paying me $10,000 at the end of this conference, or I need to be invited on as a MagMod ambassador at the end of this conference. I mean, those are great goals, but if I held myself solely to that standard, I would be miserable. I would have a terrible experience. So connect with people over shared successes, shared failures, crack some jokes, buy a few drinks, stay in touch. By your next time around, it's going to feel like summer camp running into old friends. So have fun. Don't take it too seriously. All right. That is going to do it for me today, folks. Please like, subscribe, review the show on your favorite platform. I hope this episode brought you some thought into attending your very own next photography conference. I have nothing but great things to say about WPPI and my experience there this past month. Um, And I hope you will too going forward to whatever conference that you decide to attend. Have a great rest of your day. And I will see you guys next week. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.